0: I think God wants us to know Him more because He wants us to live our lives to the fullest. And when we know Him more, we know more about Him, His, the Bible, His teachings, what He was about. And in such, I think we'll gain to appreciate God and His love for us. And hopefully that will show in our daily lives and maybe other people will want to know about what makes us so happy or what makes us tick. In Jeremiah 29 13 it says, and you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all of your heart. And I find that God wants all of our heart because he wants us to find him. And when we find him, we find joys in life and just the happiness. And with that it's just fulfillment and we can learn to appreciate God and all that he gives us. Thank you
1: Good morning. Let me welcome you to Crossroads. We're excited that you're here, whether you're in the building or joining us online. Let me especially welcome those who are joining us all over the country, really all over the world. It's really interesting on Facebook Live. We're excited that you're there. And let me encourage you in the room and there as well, those who are watching, to uh, take this feed that's on our Facebook page and share it to yours. I'm trying not to do that every week and tell you that every week. Because it gets kind of mundane and kind of repetitive. But again, it's so important that when you take it and share it from our page to yours, that other people get to see it and other people are exposed to it. Uh, And not just today, they're exposed to it throughout the week. So again, let me welcome you. And let me say, if you're joining us on Facebook Live and you have a prayer request, uh, you can leave that prayer request in the comment section. If it's too personal, you can send us that prayer request at info, I-N-F-O, at Crossroads with an S, Crossroads Lebanon. And our team loves to pray with you and to pray for you. Let me go ahead and just go ahead and say this because somebody might have taken offense to what I said a while ago. Uh, that was told to me by somebody from California, okay, when they said that. They said, we are political refugees from California, and they were here, and they visited us a couple of weeks ago. And when they said that, I just busted out laughing because I just thought it was hilarious. So anyway, you know me. I'm going to steal anybody's content that I can. So anyway, that's what I did. Well, let me welcome you as we start back in. We dive back into our series. Follow the Yellow Brick Road, and today we're back on the search. And you may say, well, what are you searching for? This may be your first time. You haven't been here in a while. We're actually on a search for wisdom, and that's the way we started this year. We said, what better way can we start this new year 2022 than being together collectively and individually on the search for wisdom. That's, our, that's been our objective. And as most of you know now, we started this new year off in the book of Proverbs. And our reason for starting 2022 off in the book of Proverbs, honestly, to me, it was a no-brainer. Uh, it was very simple because, again, as we finished last year, and I'm just going to be honest with you. And very, very, very transparent with you, because many of you are tired of hearing me say this because I've said it before. The last 20 months for most of us, and I'm speaking from a biblical perspective, have been hell. Am I right? I mean, since March of 2020, it's just not been fun. And church, by and large, is not what it was before And I don't know if it will ever be what it was. I don't necessarily know that I want it to be what it was before. I want it to be better than what it was before. But again, uh, things are just different. They're not the same. And again, it's been tough. And there are some days that, you know, I, like you, have wanted to throw in the towel. And that's really where we arrived at this series because we were listening to what many people were saying in our church and in our community. And, and, And people were finding themselves at these places in life because the last 20 months, uh, and I'm probably going to round it up and just say the last two years have just been brutal in, in so many different areas of our lives. And we're discover- we were discovering that people were finding themselves, and, and I kind of alluded to this last week, in places that they never thought they would be. And, and because they were in places that they never thought they would be, we kind of just discerned at the end of last year that people needed direction. They needed help navigating the things that were unexpectedly happening to them in their life. And, and not only did people need help with the things that they were going through, but, but most people were telling me, you, you know, I know this is not all there is to life, uh, and not just life. We're talking about the spiritual life. There, this is just not all there is to life. It, you know, there's, there's more than what I'm currently experiencing. So the key for me was to find something that would benefit all of us. The ones who chose to attend in-person worship services, the ones who were watching online, uh, the ones who were listening online. My my challenge was to find something that would benefit all of us. And again, no matter where we were or where we found ourselves in life. So I started because it's one of my favorite books I started looking into the book of Proverbs. And, and let me tell you, when we look into the book of Proverbs, or when I was looking into the book of Proverbs, I didn't just do it like willy-nilly. I didn't just do it you know, you know, for the heck of it. I, I, I did it specifically because we were looking for wisdom to help us deal with the things that were happening in our lives. And again, let me tell you, I need wisdom as much as any of you And that's the beautiful thing about the book of Proverbs. I I guess the question is, why? Why should we be looking for wisdom? Why should we be looking for wisdom? And and, and why is wisdom so important? Because again, I'm going to probably reference this in a minute. Uh, When I started this planning for this series, I thought to myself, this will be five or six weeks. And it'll be done like most series are. They're usually four to six weeks. But uh, I, I thought, you know, why is wisdom so important and, and, and why should we be searching for it? And, and again, those, the answer to those questions, I mean, to me, I think, are actually found in the book of Proverbs. Let me, let me give you three examples. I'm going to put them on the screen behind me. Here's what Proverbs says in Proverbs 4, verse 5. It tells us, get wisdom, get insight, pursue it, search for it, hence The name of our series, Follow the Yellow Brick Road. We're on a search. Look at the next verse, Proverbs 3.13. Happy is the man who finds wisdom and the man who gets understanding. We talked a lot about understanding last week. And then Proverbs 16.16 says this. It says, to get wisdom is better than gold. And to get understanding is to be chosen rather than silver. I totally botched reading that verse in the second in the first service, but again, I got it right this time. In other words, wisdom is better than gold and wisdom is better than silver. And I'm gonna tell you, in this day and time, you might wanna have a little gold and silver also, okay? So anyway, but get wisdom, that's what you, that's what you wanna get. You read these three verses and you realize the importance, and again, the importance of what, Randy? It's the importance that wisdom plays in our lives. And the book of Proverbs is what I say is one of four wisdom wisdom books that's actually found in the Bible. Some people say there are six wisdom books. Some people say there are seven. I say there are four. It doesn't matter. It does not, it's not going to you know send you to hell. It's not, it's not a matter of salvation. I say there are four books of wisdom, and Proverbs is one of those books. So if we're looking for wisdom, if we're actually searching for wisdom to be a part of our lives, then think about it. Wouldn't it make sense that we went to the book of Proverbs? For which most of the wisdom that is contained in the book of Proverbs, that wisdom is attributed to a guy who was the wealthiest, smartest, most amazing man to have ever lived. And his name was Solomon. So I thought that sounded like a great idea. And that's where we are. That's exactly what we did. And we encouraged you guys at the beginning of January to dive into the book of Proverbs with us. And during the month of January, we did something called the 31-day challenge, and we read the entire book, all 31 chapters, one chapter a day, throughout the month of January. And again, for many of you, uh, reading a book of the Bible is, honestly, many of you told me it's something that you've never attempted before, but amazingly enough, Because you were just reading one chapter a day, and there are 31 chapters, and there were 31 days in January, you ate that elephant one bite at a time, and you were able to do it. And not only were you able to do it, many of you have told me since then that you actually liked it. And not only did you like it, you said after being exposed to the book of Proverbs, That you've kind of discovered in your own life that much of the information in Proverbs that you're now using, you're taking that information and you're using it as it relates to helping you live your life. That's the value of Scripture. And again, I would say this morning, it's not only the value of reading the Scripture, but it's also the value and the importance of wisdom and the part that wisdom plays in our lives. So this morning, I I, want to go back and, and, and look at something that we've said from the very beginning, and let me tell you, when we're done with this series, if you don't remember anything else, you're gonna remember this. This is our working definition for wisdom. Look at the screen behind me. Here's what wisdom is. And it's not just wisdom, it's biblical wisdom. Biblical wisdom is living skillfully in the conditions in which we find ourselves. That's our working definition for wisdom. That's our working definition that we've been using since we've gone through this series from the very first week. That's our definition. Wisdom is something that we can take and that wisdom can be used and applied if you're experiencing the best things in life. Or wisdom is that thing that you can take and you can apply if you're experiencing absolutely the worst things in life. Wisdom is something that you can take and you can put it to work in your life and when it's used and when it's applied, it's going to make, listen to me this morning because I want you to hear me, it's going to make, wisdom is going to make a huge difference in the life that you experience and the things that you experience in life. So this series has really been about you and me taking the time and searching for wisdom. And again, even though we finished the 31-day challenge that was part of this series that started in the month of January, one of the things that I have continued to do, and I hope that you have continued to do, is to stay in the book of Proverbs. And again, if you haven't, that's what I want to encourage you to do. I totally want to encourage you to get into the book of Proverbs and continue to do that. But here's the thing. As I was preparing for finishing up this series and looking at what's coming up in the next couple of months, that's when I started to notice something that I had no, absolutely no intention of speaking about. Not at all. Hey, I'm going to stop here and say something totally just has nothing to do with that. I'll have to come back. Remember where I was. Bookmark that, okay? Okay. I just want to tell you how encouraged I am this morning to see some of you coming back to church. Amen. I mean, and again, it's so exciting to see your face, and I'm not the kind of guy, and maybe we suffer because of that, I'm not going to call you and make you feel bad and guilt you, but I just want you to know that you're wanted here, and you're loved here, and you're cared for here, and we want to see you, and we want to see your face. You don't have to dress up. Uh, you don't wear whatever you want, just wear something. Uh, that's all we care. And, 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 <laughs> yeah, and, and, and show up, because again, your attendance here means more to us than you could ever imagine. So again, uh, invite people, have them here with you. But just to see so many new faces this morning and so many returning faces, uh, it's going to make my Afternoon in my week, a much better day because I got to see you, and I did get to always sp- uh, to speak to all of you. But my eyes caught you, and I saw you, and uh, I- I'm happy that you're here. So anyway, there there you go. That that's that. So th- this past week, I was sitting in my chair in my office, and, and, and I looked down and noticed my Bible was open to a chapter that I was scheduled to read on that particular day, and it was a chapter from the Book of Proverbs. So I took just a second and picked up my Bible, which. This one was a translation or a, it's a paraphrase, actually. It's not even a translation. It's a paraphrase that I love to read. It's called The Message. Does anybody else like The Message? Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Be a little more vocal. Yeah, The Message is is a paraphrase. And here's the thing I want you to understand. Many people who are these super spiritual people will give you hell for reading The Message. Oh, it's not the Bible. It's not the Bible. Now, here's the thing. I I take the message or the voice or the passage or the passion translation and, and I read them because they're easy for me to understand and to read. I don't do a message by them necessarily. I don't study for a message. But what I will do is this. I will take the message or the voice or the passion translation and lay it next to the NIV Or I still use the TNIV or the ESV or the CSV or the QRST. I will use any of those and lay them beside each other. There are so many. I don't see how anybody can even make some of these comments that they do, but they do. So anyway, I I lay them together and I look at them. But I like the message because it speaks to me like you and I were talking in Walmart. But we wouldn't be talking in Walmart because I wouldn't be caught dead in Walmart. Okay, so (laughs) maybe like Publix. So uh, uh, anyway, now I would be caught dead in the Walmart in Mount Juliet. Can anybody give me an amen on that one? I mean, we the Mount, Mount Juliet is like being in Dillard's. You know, I mean, it's it's just it's just a totally different experience. But but again, when when I study, you know, I I lay one translation and I'll lay one of the paraphrases next to it because I want a perspective. And here's the thing, as as I read from the message this past week, my eyes were opened to something that for whatever reason I saw in a completely different way than what I have seen it before. And again, here's the thing, It it just happened right then and right there, and I want you to understand, I'd read it before, and it's interesting. I don't know how many times I've read this chapter before, but when I read it this past week, listen to me. It hit me in a way that it had never hit me before. And it's probably because of this series we're in. But what what I was reading this time, it was like it was brand new. And yet it had been there all the time. And what's so weird about this is that it kind of fell in line with the bumper that you saw, if you paid any attention to that just a moment ago, that was a part of the service. Because again, that that bumper is is a a video that we've been using since the beginning, not every week. And we had planned on using it later in the series. But once I ran across this chapter this past week and watched the video again, my eyes were opened to something in this chapter we're going to look at, to something I have now seen in a completely different way. And that's why I keep reminding you of the importance of Scripture. Because here's the thing. Listen listen to me, Crossroads. Depending on where you are in life and what you're going through in life, you can read a Scripture that you've read a hundred times before, and depending on where you are at that time and what you're going through, that Scripture may speak to your life in a totally different way. It's the same words from the same book and the same chapter, but you're at a different place in life, and in that moment, something you've read a hundred times before will speak to you in a completely different way, and that's the very reason that Hebrews 4.12 says this. I want you to look behind me. Look at Hebrews 4.12, for it says this. It says, the Word of God is alive and active. It's sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing the soul and the spirit, joints and marrow. And it judges the thoughts and the attitudes of the heart. The first part of that is the most important part. The Word of God is alive and active. The words may be the same, but when you read them, based on what you're going through or what you're experiencing in life, the Word of God will dig into your life and will show you something that maybe you haven't seen before. It's sharp. It's active. It penetrates. And you guys have heard me say this before. I heard another pastor say this, and it it stuck with me like nothing has ever stuck with me except some sunset macaroni and cheese. That would barely stick with me right now. But this speaker said this. He said, the scripture is like a prism. You know what a prism is? And you hold a prism up to the light. And it's the same prism, but based on how you turn that prism, it casts out from it a different light every time, something different every time. And that's what had happened to me this past week as I read the book of Proverbs. That's the very thing. As it was open on my desk, I read something that had always been there, but this time it changed me, and it hit me in a completely different way. So today, I'm going to do something that I don't normally do, and this is your jam, Lloyd Dove. We're going we're to read an entire chapter Because I believe there's value in this chapter. Because here's the thing, there was value in this chapter for me, and knowing that there's value in it for me, I think there's value in it for you. And again, this is something that I really wasn't planning on speaking about, but once I saw this, I knew that this was something that needed to be shared, so if you have your Bible and you want to open that Bible to uh, Proverbs, the book of Proverbs, we're going to look at specifically at chapter 8. And I'm going to tell you, I'm just going to go ahead and tell you, we're going to be reading a lot of Scripture, and I know it's kind of dark where you are, it's very light where I am, but again, I want you to say that, I want you to know this, we're going to be reading so much Scripture, it's probably going to be easier for you to follow by looking at the screen behind me, but again, if you want to open your your, your Bible to Proverbs chapter 8, do that. But again, I want you to know... I'm a heretic, and I'm reading from the message, okay? So uh, uh, some people would say that. You just can't do that. I'm reading from the message, and the reason I'm reading from the message this morning is because that's what I read in my office. And I think the paraphrase of the Scripture communicates to you and to me as clearly as any translation that you could read. So this morning, don't waste your time sending me an email chastising me because you're not going to change me. That's what I'm reading from. But before I dive into the scripture, there's something I need to cover. Remember the name of this series. The name of the series is kind of like after the Wizard of Oz, follow the yellow brick road. I mean, you think about Dorothy and the Tin Man and the Scarecrow and the Lion and Toto, it was up to them. I mean, think about it. It it was up to them. So by definition, this is up to us. I mean, in this series, by definition, it's all up to us. The ball has been in our court. It means that we're the ones who need to search for wisdom. We're the ones who have been pursuing wisdom. We're the ones who have been on that pursuit, that search. We're the ones who have been looking. By and large, the activity involved up to now has been on our part. And I've encouraged you to do that, to be on the search for wisdom. Because I believe that wisdom can and will make a difference if you search for it and find it and you start to use it in your life. I believe that searching for and finding wisdom will make a difference in your life. But with that being said, is there some kind of part in this that wisdom actually plays that I haven't seen? Is there a part that wisdom plays in all of this that, that's out there, and, and, and I haven't seen that, I've been missing that, and I haven't noticed it? Has wisdom actually been, been playing more of an active role in my life And I just have failed to notice that. And since I've failed to notice, has the fact that I have failed to notice that wisdom is more active than what I realize, has that in some way impacted some of the situations that I currently find myself in? And I'm going to give you my opinion. I think so. That's my opinion. And I gathered my opinion from what I read. And I think it's in chapter 8 of the book of Proverbs that we realize that although we've been searching for wisdom and pursuing wisdom, listen to what I'm saying. I want you to track with me. At the same time, you've been looking for wisdom and searching for wisdom and pursuing wisdom. Wisdom has been pursuing you. Wisdom has been searching for you. Look at Proverbs chapter 8. Remember again, this is from the message. It's going to be easy for you to understand and easy for you to read uh, behind me and, uh, and really to absorb. Here, here's what the writer says in Proverbs chapter 8. Do you hear Lady Wisdom calling? Can you hear Madam Insight Raising her voice. She's taken her stand at First and Main at the busiest intersection. Right in the city square where the traffic is thickest, she shouts, You, I'm talking to you, all of you, everyone out here on the streets. Listen, you idiots. See, that's the way you would talk to me in Walmart learn good sense. You blockheads. shape up. And I read those four verses and, and it was like somebody hit me with a ton of bricks. I read those four verses and it was like somebody just whacked me upside the head because I noticed something in that moment that had been so evident. It should have been so evident. But until I read it last week, I had totally missed it. Wisdom is something that I need to pursue. I need to search for it. But those four verses told me that even though I had been searching for wisdom, wisdom had been searching for me. Wisdom hasn't been, listen, wisdom hasn't been silent in my life, nor has it been silent in your life. Wisdom has been active. It's something that calls out to me. It calls out to me in this moment, in the next moment, next week, next month, next year. It calls out to you just like it calls out to me. Wisdom takes a stand in your life. And let me tell you, when wisdom takes a stand in your life, it takes a stand in the place where it can be most noticed. because you see I look back at times in my life when I found myself making needing to make a tough decision and so many times wisdom so many times wisdom was there calling out to me take the path of wisdom take this path take the path of wisdom wisdom was calling it was active it was calling out to me take this path but in that moment you know what I did I took the other path I took the path of foolishness. And that's the principle that we've been talking about. Because there's a principle for those that are, uh, that are here today for the first time, and maybe you haven't been listening or watching online, there's a principle that we saw in the very first chapter of the book of proverbs and that principle finds itself not just in the first chapter but that principle finds itself woven throughout the book of proverbs and here's what it's called it's simply called this it's called the principle of the path because you and i have a choice it's up to you and i to choose there are two paths Wisdom is something that is active. And it's calling out to us to follow her. Because wisdom is the path that brings life. Now listen to what I'm saying. Wisdom is something that we need to pursue. But at the very same time, what we need to realize is something that many of us did not realize up until this day and this time and this moment. Is even in our search and pursuing of wisdom wisdom has been active and pursuing us because wisdom isn't silent it's calling out to us let's look, look, look at the next scripture again this is wisdom speaking to you don't miss a word of this i'm telling you how to live well i'm telling you how to live at your best My mouth chews and savors and relishes truth. I can't stand the taste of evil. You'll only hear true and right words from my mouth. Not one syllable will be twisted or skewed. You'll recognize this is true, you with open minds, truth-ready minds. You'll see it at once. Wisdom says prefer my life disciplines over chasing after money. Because that's what a lot of us are doing right now. We're chasing after money. Prefer my disciplines over chasing after money and God knowledge over a lucrative career. So here's the thing that, again, I don't know that you have seen this. But not only is wisdom active in pursuing and searching for you and meeting you at those really important, profound places in your life. Here's the thing I want you to know this morning. Wisdom is giving you advice. Wisdom is offering you advice. Have you heard her? Have you heard her speaking to you? I'm talking about Lady Wisdom. Because again, in your life, just like in my life, she's standing at the important places. And see, here's the thing. When when I, and again, this this is me, Just, just roll with me on this. When, when, when i'm visually trying to look at this and think about this and again take the torch out of her hand take the the the, the bible out of her hand the statue of liberty that's kind of who i think the lady wisdom is you know i look at it's something like that and, and i realize she stands in the most profound places in my life i have to have a visual anybody got to have a visual I mean, that's just, I mean, this is, this is who I see her as Lady Wisdom. You know, she's eloquent and robed and, and just looks, you know, but she's standing at the profound places in my life. And not just the most profound places in my life, some of the most profi- profound times of my life as well. She stands. I mean, she's kind of like Iron Man where he's got them things of choo-choo-choo-choo-choo-choo. I mean, she stands there giving me direction. Helping me avoid things that would lead me down the path of foolishness. The question I have for you in your life, do you hear her? Do you hear her speaking to you? Let's, let's, let's go back. Look at the scripture. For wisdom is better than all the trappings of wealth. Nothing you could wish for holds a candle to her. She says, I am Lady Wisdom. And I live next to sanity. Knowledge and discretion live just down the street. The fear of God means hating evil, whose ways I hate with a passion. Pride and arrogance and crooked talk. Good counsel and common sense are my characteristics. I'm both, oh, look at this. This is so good. Wisdom says that she is both insight and the virtue to live it out. With help, my leaders rule and le- lawmakers legislate fairly. That's why people from California are coming here. <laughs> with my help, governors govern. That's just a joke, okay? No emails, please. With, he- with my help, governors govern along with all in legitimate authority. I love those who love me, those who look for me, find me. Those who, look, look, look. Those who search for me, she says, are going to find me. Now, some of you need to grab this next verse. Wealth and glory accompany me. Also, substantial honor and a good name. My benefits are worth more than a big salary, even a very big salary. The returns on me exceed any imaginable bonus where can you find me? You can find me on Righteous Road. That's where I walk. At the intersection of Justice Avenue. Handing out life to those who love me. Filling their arms with life. Armloads of life. Let me ask you, what what, what do you think those verses are saying to me? Let me tell you, I could take a lot of time and break those verses down. But I don't really need to do that because wisdom is doing it for me. Wisdom is making a statement. And let me tell you, that statement that wisdom is making is that she's telling me that she's more valuable than my house and my car and my retirement and my stocks and bonds i'm just saying things i don't have all those things okay so but but you but you get what i'm saying she's telling me i'm more valuable than most anything that you have let's keep going god sovereignly made me we talked about that the very first week the first the basic He made me before he did anything else. I was brought into being a long time ago, well before earth got its start. I arrived on the scene before ocean. Yes, even before springs and rivers and lakes. Before mountains were sculpted and hills took shape, I was already there. I was a newborn. Long before God stretched out earth's horizons and tended to the minute details of soil and weather and set sky firmly in place, wisdom says I was there. When he mapped and gave borders to wild ocean, built the vast vault of heaven, and installed the fountains that fed the ocean. When he drew a boundary for sea and posted a sign that said no trespassing and then staked out earth's foundations, I was right there with him making sure that everything fit. Now look at what wisdom says. Day after day I was there with my joyful applause. Always enjoying God's company. Delighted with the world of things and creatures. Happily celebrating the human family. These are verses that speak to the authority of wisdom. Those verses clearly speak to me about the authority that wisdom has to be a part of my life and to be a part of your life. Because wisdom wants us to understand, while we may not see the value in it, William, w- wisdom wants you to know that wisdom has been around since the very beginning. But let's keep going. L- look at the Scripture. So, my dear friends, listen carefully. Those who embrace these my ways are most blessed. Mark a life of, mark a life of discipline and live wisely. Don't squander your precious life. Bless the man, bless the woman who listens to me. Awake and ready for me each morning, alert and responsive as I start my day's work. When you find me, look at what she says. When you, wisdom says, when you find me, you find life, real life. To say nothing of God's good pleasure. But if you wrong me, she says, you damage your very soul. When you reject me, you're flirting with death. Listen, 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 listen. listen. Wisdom stands at the gates. Wisdom stands at the important places of life. And she calls out to me. Because she's active in my life. She cries out to me. Wisdom cries out to me just like she cries out to you. Find me, and you'll find wealth and everything that goes with it. But when you seek life without wisdom, when you seek life without her, You will find death. My question to you this morning is probably the most simple question I will ever ask you. Do you hear her voice? Are you hearing Lady Wisdom's voice as she cries out to you? Because she's pursuing you. Wisdom is pursuing you. Are you pursuing her as well? Because we all have a choice. The path of wisdom or the path of foolishness. The path of wisdom is life. But the path of foolishness is death. Do you hear her voice? She's she's calling out to you. Will you hear her voice this afternoon? This week, this month, this year? Are you listening? Because she's pursuing you. Even though you're on the search for her. Would you bow your heads and close your eyes, please? All across the room, those watching online. you, You as well. It's so encouraging for us to know that We have a God who loves us deeply, who cares about us enough that even though we're looking and searching, wisdom is doing the same thing for us, looking for us, searching for us, trying to find us. The question I have again for you this morning is, do you hear her voice at those important, profound places in life? because you have a choice. You're going to have a choice to take the path of wisdom or the path of foolishness. And many of you right now, you're living in a place and the thing that you're experiencing in your life, the difficulty in your life is simply because you've taken the wrong path. Today you can correct that and you can just admit that in front of God and these people here who love and care about you. That I need to do something different. I need to take the path of wisdom, not the path of foolishness. And you can express that to God in any number of ways. You know, I'm going I'm to tell you something again, every head bowed and every eye closed. In just a moment, we're going to sing a, a song that you're pretty familiar with. And, and, and there are things that this song says, like, I stand with, with, with hands raised and heart abandoned. And see, th- that's one of the things that's really interesting about the church. is because many times people think people hold their hands up during a song, during worship, because they want to draw attention to themselves. And let me tell you, that's not what it's about. If that's the reason you're doing it, then you don't need to do it. To to me, when when, when I come and, and I feel like raising my hands during worship, it's not because the song tells me to. It's because I'm standing in the presence of a holy God who deserves my praise and deserves my worship. There are times that I raise my hands during a song, and it's because it's an act of surrender. I've reached the end of myself. There are times that I raise my hand, and it's my way of saying that God has given me victory over a situation or circumstance in my life. So this morning, I don't know what the stand is that you need to take. Maybe you need to surrender something to God. Maybe it's just a stand of victory. Maybe it's an opportunity for you to say, God, I'm at the end of myself and I can rely on no one or no thing other than you. Let me tell you, in this world that's going crazier by the day, if there's ever a time that you're going to need God, it's now. Surrender it to Him. Give it to Him in just a moment as we sing. God, we love you and we thank you for the opportunity that we have to come and to worship you. And we lift our hands, God, with hearts that are abandoned, realizing you are the beginning and the end. It's not about us, but it's about you. And God, we ask you to do what only you can do in our lives. As we ask this prayer in Jesus' name, amen.
2: You stand before
1: None of those are about you. They're about him. They're about our praise to a God who is worthy.